you're listening to Moo Goblins with Jim Bob and Mal Bob talking about Tiger King. Uh, just two friends getting drunk, talking about shit that doesn't matter to nobody. <laughs> exactly nobody. Yes, I, I exactly. looked at the numbers uh, and we had four listens on the first episode. One was one me. One was you, one was me. Um, I don't, there. and the other ones may have also been me just testing, uh, but <laughs> I don't know for sure. I can't say that. Or the other two were people and they're like, what the fuck is what this? Is this garbage? And never came back for the second episode, sadly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So episode five. Yeah. Yes. Episode five of Moo Goblins. We're going to talk about episode five of Tiger King. Boom. As we watch, as I watch a show that is meant to be binged. Uh, <laughs> one week at a time. One week at a time. It is pretty slow and dreadful, but doing it for our no listeners. Our no listeners. Oh, we have to talk about what we're drinking. Yes. What, what are you drinking? What am I drinking? Um, I have got apple juice and Pims. What is that? I may have never heard of Pims before. It's a, a British spirit. Oh. Uh, I don't know exactly know what that means, but it works well with uh, sugary, uh, fruity drinks. Um, Very good. And I also have... The some left some of that gin left over for if I finish this drink. And Very what good. is on your menu this evening? It is vodka and lemonade mio. Mm. Mm-hmm. So like the little squirt the squirt jobs? Yes. You just squirt yes. that into the vodka? Oh well oh I added water too. Okay, so you- college college me used to just do straight vodka with crystal light packets, but yeah. I can't handle that okay, so you use, anymore. So you use the Mio to make like a lemonade. Yeah. And then you vodka it up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Can't taste the vodka, so it's totally uh, dangerous. That's the point. <laughs> so this episode was all about uh, the takeover of the zoo mm-hmm. and Joe's political career mm-hmm. and also uh, Joe's relationships. Yes. Which... Start ended and started. Yes, anew in this episode. Yes. So, which do you want to tackle first? Where do we want to start? Because there is a lot. There's a lot to unpack here. Yes. Um. Well, so the the episode was titled something about was it "Make America Exotic Again" or something stupid. Probably. It was like I think it was a drop a Donald Trump campaign featured joke. So I think we should just jump right into that. Okay. Joe Exotic ran for president. Super sad that I didn't know about it. <laughs> As an independent. As an independent. Um, I don't know if he ever made it on a ballot. I don't think he did. Because I think, didn't he, he didn't want to wait that long and then he ran for governor instead. Well, he didn't want to wait until next the next election. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's when he was like, well, I'll run for governor instead. Okay. Now, did he have the... I think he had the campaign manager for his presidential run. I think so. Or did he just pick that up, pick the the Walmart manager <laughs> up for? I th- I his oh no, I think run. I don't know. I maybe just the governor one because the governor one actually like. I mean, he he ran on a uh, he actually like had a campaign. Yes, and he had a a party. Yeah, the Libertarian Party. I was going to so say he was, he was a Libertarian. So he was in the libertarian. Um, uh, what's what's the word where you try to get to the to be the party pick? Oh, um, nomination. Um, I don't remember. Well, he tried to be the libertarian candidate. Yeah. Right. 
and so they had the the nominee the nominations they had the the election for the the libertarian candidate uh, and he lost that he was not nominated as the libertarian candidate for governor yeah uh it was the only time i think uh we've ever seen joe actually in the city yep he was like at the fancy libertarian bar yep at his little party the little well, that was his party. That was the Libertarian Party. Oh, well, I just assume all parties are his parties. Well, he's the center of attention. Yes. Because they had the two other Libertarian candidates there. Yes. Who can, who were like, hey, it's not a political race unless you get a couple death threats. Yeah. Good job. You got death threats. That means you did well. That's good work, Joe. Good job. I know he got, what, 19% of the votes? That's crazy. Yeah, 19% of the people who were... Uh, voting for libertarian candidates voted for him. Yeah. I wonder if, if they had, the like, open primaries or if you have to be a registered libertarian. Yeah, I don't know. That's interesting. But the best part for me is uh, mm-hmm. after I watched this episode, I went on to the old eBay and people were selling the, like, Joe Exotic for president, like, the tw- 2016 shirts and stuff. They were going for, like, $150 on eBay. What? Oh, yeah. Uh, one of the Joe Exotic unopened condoms went for, like, close to $200. What? Yeah. Who's buying that trash? People are stuck in quarantine. They're like, what else? Let's do what we're going to do. <laughs> my, uh, one of my cousins, he totally, I sent him a link, and he totally bid on the condom. I'm not sure if he's the one that won it or not, but he bid, like, 125 bucks on it. What? <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Man alive. Yeah. So, if Joe Exotic ran, I'm very glad that Joe Exotic is not out and running for president because there would be a very good chance that he would win presidency if the, the election was right now. Yeah, he would win. He would probably, yeah, he would win something. Yeah, it would be ridiculous. So, how did you like the, uh, one of his, his primary tenets as a politician is you need to have somebody in the office who is as broke as you are. <laughs> oh man i don't know how you didn't force that <laughs> i mean yeah joe you gave away your zoo yeah so you're broke because uh, you did it yeah you had plenty of income possibilities yeah i'm broke as shit <laughs> i've had some kinky sex <laughs> oh. Uh. oh man I mean, and it's also surprising to me that the, uh, I mean, his campaign man- manager did actually really well. He did pretty well. Yeah, he knew what he was doing. He knew what he was doing, and he had Joe Exotic as his, like, the person yeah. that he had to try and get people to vote for, and he got people to vote for him. Uh, I like that he's, they started out very early in the campaign campaign manager segment with the, the campaign manager ripping one. I don't know <laughs> if that was a fancy bong or a... <laughs> um, one of those electronic joints, but yeah. he's definitely partaking in order to loosen up to, his tongue to talk to, about this situation. To get through it. Yeah. Can't blame him. No, not at all. I like the kid. Seemed all right. Yeah. I mean, he, he saw the opportunity. Uh, Joe was coming in, buying ammo. Yep. At the Walmart. At the Walmart. He knew, he knew about politics. Yep. Joe... Uh, as previously discussed, doesn't know about business or laws, so clearly doesn't know about politics. I mean, the so. man was throwing condoms at kids. 
Man, man doesn't understand how sex works. No. Oh my god. Yep, so his political career is basically dead in the water. Yep. He, even uh, even Jeff Lowe is kind of like, because Jeff Lowe was technically his employer. Yep. It's kind of like, hey, uh, Joe. Yes. Your, oh my gosh, I forgot about this part. Your your, uh, your campaign is actually scaring people away from the zoo. Yes. Yeah. Well, and Jeff Lowe was, what, nowhere to be found? Well, not nowhere to be found. He was in Vegas, but... He spent a little time. So let me tell you about my thoughts on Jeff Lowe. Okay. They, they're expanding. Okay. Because obviously the people at the zoo were like, Jeff Lowe's not around. He's not doing paperwork. He's not doing anything at the zoo. And they kind of looked down on him. Yeah. But he's not, he doesn't know anything about the zoo. Yeah. You don't actually want him there. You want him making deals. Yep. Doing business, finding investors. So like, I was, I was all right with him not being at the zoo. Yeah. And he did talk about the, the jungle bus. Oh, yeah. Because he was in Vegas. He had the jungle bus. Which, I mean, would make money. Hmm? Would Would you pay to no. ride on the jungle bus? No. <laughs> Hell no. But think of all the people in Vegas. Yeah. They would totally do that. Seems reasonable. Yeah. So uh, I have this quote written down in my notes. Uh, he said, Jeff said, the jungle bus was a big fucking mistake. Okay. That to me, it immediately raises Jeff's uh, stock in my book. Oh, okay. Because when someone can admit a mistake. Yeah. That's like big. For me, that's like... You're, you're acting like a grown-up. You're admitting that you are fallible and that you can make a mistake. And he did it on camera. Are you Team Jeff? This, well, so because there wasn't <sighs> enough, there wasn't enough Carol no, in this episode, I was definitely more Team Jeff than Team Joe. You know, it's just so crazy to me how anti-Joe you are. <laughs> Name one good thing Joe did in this episode. Did you not see his shirts? <laughs> <laughs> to Joe's fashion. Again, you're all, all about the image. No, I, um, as it's, so I will say my initial reaction to Jeff Lowe, mm-hmm. hate him. That was my initial yeah reaction. Yeah, because he's skeezy. He's super skeezy, stuff like, like, uh, scumbag, terrible person, blah, blah, blah. Terrible, fa- terrible fashion, obviously a womanizer to some extent. Yeah. Um, yeah. But. But. He has grown on me throughout, like, like, you are watching it one episode at a time. Mm-hmm. And I've watched it through, what, twice? And now I'm just, like, reviewing it as you're watching it. Mm-hmm. But I've watched, like, other interviews and things, and he's starting to grow on me a little more. Okay. Not a lot more. No, there's not a lot there. Yeah. He's pretty one note. Yeah. But he's not crazy. No, he is not Joe Exotic crazy. I will give you that. So, he's got that going for him. And he can admit mistakes. Mm-hmm. All right. We want to get into Joe's relationships? Well, let's, um, before we do that, what about oh. the time that Joe was attacked and, like, dragged by his foot? Oh, the one appearance of Carol this episode. Yes. This is where, this is why everybody is convinced that Carol killed her husband. This one-liner. Do you know what the one-liner is? Oh, because it's it was about how uh, if you put if you put perfume on there, um, and if they put perfume on Joe's shoe, he would just slobber all over it. Yeah. 
but if they actually wanted to, like, have him attack Joe, they should, like, coat his pants in fish oil or something. Sardine oil. Mm. So that's... That's why everybody's like, Carol, what'd you say now? Is that how you got the tigers to eat your husband? <sighs> that's that's where the people are that's saying where... that... Yeah. That, that Carol knows from previous experience that applying sardine oil yeah. on, um, on somebody's clothes would make it more palatable to tigers. Yeah. Oh. Interesting. <laughs> I wonder why sardine oil specifically. That's why everybody's like, Carol, what'd you say now? Ah, interesting. <laughs> uh, I assume that there's... Yeah, I'd be curious... You should do some research next time about sardine oil. See if it's a, a regular thing. See if it's if they, actually a thing. I wonder if they use that for, like, uh, giving the tigers medicine or something. And then it's like, Carol, you did it. Carol, you know Just about sardine oil. Wouldn't they have noticed a lot of sardine oil all over the place? What do you mean? Carol coated her husband in sardine oil to kill him. No, because they ate him. If they ate all the... Uh, well, okay. If they ate all the evidence? They ate all the sardine oil. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's interesting. My, it's philosophy. my goal in life to to convince you. But I will say, um, on one of these Milwaukee groups that I'm a part of, someone was like, yeah, we're, um, I'm still not, like, I'm becoming less and less convinced that it was Carol and more convinced that, like, <gasps> her husband either set her up or they had, like, a pact together. Hmm. So more people are uh, jumping on the the Jim Bob bandwagon. Yep. Carol didn't do it bandwagon. Yeah. Um, All right. Now all that right. we can move on, that we uh, okay, we discuss the sardine oil. Yep. That's very that, that was very important. I'm glad you you came back to it. <laughs> okay. All right. So uh, we get into Joe's relationships. Okay. Uh, first off, they they do cover. The the excessive drug use. Mm-hmm. You know, they mention, mention meth mouth. Meth mouth. Mm-hmm. Or, as John Finley would say, genetic mouth. <laughs> yep. I like the, yeah, they talked about meth mouth and then they had John Finley smile. Yep. It's good, good maneuver. <laughs> um, talked about John Finley uh, leaving the zoo. Yep. Uh, they didn't mention that John Finley got a divorce. Correct. Which leads me to believe that the entire wedding was not valid. No, I don't think it could be valid because it's a thruple. You can't marry three people. Well, he could He could have married... One of them. Joe first. Yeah. Or, like, sometimes they do that weird thing where, like... Well, they used to do that weird thing uh, in gay marriages to adopt people just so that there would be a legal connection. Oh. So, there's other ways to, like make a legal connection between people. Oh. And they did not. So have, it wasn't yeah, like I don't think legal. Legal anything there. Okay. That was a Oh my gosh, and all the shame. photos. Yep. And John Finley left Joe for a woman. Yep. Someone that worked at the zoo. Yep. Got her pregnant. Got I her think. pregnant. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With Joe's, Joe's uh, only real thought there was, uh, I can't compete with a woman. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. Huh? Okay. Random. <laughs> but that makes sense why uh, it definitely felt like you know, John Finley was separated from Joe. Yes. The way he talked about Joe did not feel very pro-Joe. Yeah. He was, he was, uh, past, Joe was always past tense 
And now we understand why. Because John Finley was never gay. That's what he said. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, never gay prior. He could have been bisexual. Right. And I think that's that's ended up what it was. It was yeah, he was. That was the, that's the only thing that, like, I've seen a lot of people get upset about is that they've tried to wash away the possibility of bisexuality mm. in Tiger King because they said these boys weren't gay. They're, they were straight, not even allowing the possibility of, well, they might not have been solely gay, but that doesn't mean that they're not bisexual. Did they? I didn't think they, when I watched it, again, we all kind of watch it at different speeds. Yes. Um, Joe said he falls in love with straight. Yes. Oh, no, I'm, I'm not saying that, like, they, people think that Netflix tried to wash away the possibility, like. Uh, okay, so because they just kind of. We're like, you're either gay or you're straight. Or you're straight. And so not allowing for the possibility of bisexuality. Yeah. Yeah. So they were straight. They maybe had gay sex, but they were still straight. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Then they became straight again. Yeah. Like, you're either straight or you're gay. There's no in between is kind of what you feel coming out of the documentary, which whatever you believe, but in my opinion, I think sexuality is a spectrum Mm -hmm. so it doesn't give the opportunity and the the um press that bisexuality deserves Uh, okay so john finley's out of the picture bye john john John. went to go be with a woman go be go be with a woman go become a father baby mama yep good luck to you john yes now travis yes travis is the sole Mm. uh a target for uh joe's affection Yes. So we get deep into Travis territory. Yes. Okay, during all this time, were you wondering why we hadn't talked to Dra- Travis yet? No. Really? No. I just assumed he wasn't... He was like, no, I'm not going to be in your stupid documentary. Oh. I hadn't even thought of that until just now. Oh my gosh. I was just wondering, I'm like, why haven't we talked to Travis yet? Because they, cli- they had bits and clips. Yeah. Of like him on the, the TV show... Yeah. Like on the couch, you know, hanging out. But yeah, they didn't do the, they didn't have a Netflix interview. Yeah. And that's why I was like, where, why, where is his Netflix interview? I was like, he was obviously hmm. like a big part in this. So why aren't they giving him his dues? Maybe it's because they're technically like Joe doesn't get an interview either. Yeah. Like the only time Joe gets, Joe just gets phone calls. Yeah. So maybe that's why I didn't, I just assumed that there was some other situation. Mm. And I wasn't terribly worried about it. Oh my gosh. I literally just thought that, because the way you were talking about it sounded like you didn't know. <laughs> and I was like, oh shoot, did I just kind of give it away? I watched the whole episode. I was like, oh no, <laughs> is this not the episode? But now I'm yeah, no. my, it's like, no, this is. Yeah, this is the one. He's, he's chatting with the, so they did this weird thing where they were like leading up to the Travis part. Mm-hmm. Where they were introducing new people on the zoo. Yes. All right. They introduced the handyman. Yep. Uh, Alan. Glover. Yep. Okay. Uh, they introduced James, I think. Oh my gosh. With the haircut. Yeah. Who really, I don't quite understand what his role yeah. in anything here is other than uh, Travis, like he invited Travis to go to a strip club and Travis said, no, I can't go or Joe would be very mad at me. Yeah. So I don't I don't quite know why James is involved. Does James come like is he yes. get bigger later? Yes. Okay. It felt like an odd 
Yeah, James becomes a bigger thing later on. Okay. Felt like an odd intro to somebody who didn't play a major part in this episode, where we already had a lot of moving pieces. Yes, lots of moving pieces. So we know Travis feels trapped on the zoo. He's into a lot of drugs. Travis prefers to smoke his meth. Yep. Um, mostly, he's just a, a pothead. Yeah. He loves guns, and he loves four-wheelers. Four-wheelers. And just kind of having fun. Yeah. Well, it's all he can do. He can't leave. Yeah. He didn't really have a job. He just nope. was Joe's husband. That's basically what his life was. Yeah. They they talked briefly. They had uh, his mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, she seemed like she was on drugs a little bit to me. A, a, a lot of it. Yeah. 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 I don't know if... I don't know if that means Joe... Like, I feel like Joe has probably had a pretty good meth situation. Yeah. What? I don't know. Like, because he was clearly supplying, or if not supply, if not like directly supplying, at least he was making a lot of connections. Yes. He was like a good channel. Yeah. Yeah. But he had enough land. Could have easily been cooking it. Oh, true. It's the best way to, best way to, oh my gosh. Do you think that was what happened in the, oh. In the recording I literally studio? just thought about that. What if that? Yeah. What if that's what happened? Mm. It wouldn't have been in the recording studio part, but it was a very large building. Mm-hmm. So they may have been using the alligator side. Yeah. Huh. Time to time to check out those Reddit threads. Yes. Um. Did you think that? What did you think of Travis's funeral and Joe's oh. Joe's uh <sighs> speech? Joe's Yagubi? in front of in front of his mother. Yep. Joe, who's like, yeah, me, I'm I'm writing an important email to yeah. a congressman or a senator or whatever his exact words were. Yep. You couldn't just say you were balancing the checkbook, Joe. You yep. had to make make yourself sound like you're super important. Yep. Talk about Travis's balls. Travis's balls in your face. His, uh, I, I hope I, his gold nuggets. Yep. Saying how that boy loved his balls. He, he did. In front of his mother. In front of his mother. At his funeral. And closing out the funeral. Oh, God. With a beautiful lip sync rendition of a hit a hit Joe Exotic song. <laughs> oh, my God. Now, is that on the, the, the CD that you bought? Did you buy a CD or did you buy iTunes? No, album? I bought a CD. And I only, I told you, it only has one song on it. Oh, I didn't know it had one song. Yeah, it was 10 bucks. I may or may not have had a few drinks when I bought it. Uh-huh. And it only has one song. I Saw a Tiger. Oh, but you got I Saw a Tiger. Yeah, I got so I good. Saw a Tiger. But it only has one song for 10 bucks. Who'd you buy it from? Um, let me see. It's like all of them. It, all of his CDs just have one song on them. Yeah. Well, he only had like three or four songs. I know. So you'd think that they all fit on... Well, he's got to make that money. Yeah, make, make that paper. And is it like a real CD? Yeah. Like has album artwork and everything? Oh, yeah. Okay. So you didn't just get ripped off. No. No, it's got album artwork. Let's see. Joe Exotic. I bought it from Joe Exotic. Dot com? Oh, I bought it from Amazon, but there's like the store is Joe Exotic. Yeah. Wonder who runs that store. <laughs> but yeah, all of his CDs are 1998. <laughs> All made that one year. All made that one year. You've got uh, this old town. Yep. Do you ever wonder what love can do? This doesn't... So do you ever wonder what love can do doesn't have his face on it? 
This old mm. town doesn't have his face on it. Well, this old town's the one that he sang at the funeral, wasn't it? I think so, yeah. You Can't Believe has him on it. Mm-hmm. GW and Me has him on it. And then I saw a Tiger is him shirtless with a tiger. That's the one I have. Okay. Hmm. Well, you enjoy that $10 CD. Oh, God. I haven't even unwrapped it. <laughs> I think I'm going to try and keep it from being unwrapped and uh, sell it in 50 years for maybe $11. Ooh. Well, right now you could probably sell it on eBay for, for $12. Boom. Because Plus nobody, shipping. nobody's buying anything on Amazon like that because it takes too long for Amazon to ship anything. Yeah, I bought it and it took uh, a month to get it. So yeah, so if you could ship, if you could guarantee shipping in like a week on eBay, that's your profit. Yeah, but are people still into Joe Exotic right now? Uh, probably somebody is. Somebody somewhere. I mean, if they bought a condom for two hundred bucks. Yeah. But so Travis died. Yep. We covered the Libertarian. Yep. We covered Jeff Lowe. Talked about Jeff Lowe a bit. I think the last thing we have to talk about is Dylan Passage. Oh, Dylan. Poor little Dylan. Didn't know what he was getting into. Oh, Dylan. Yep. It's very weird. Yeah, because they, they were like, they did the funeral, um, and then they cut to, I don't know if they did something else, but then the next thing I remember is Joe in his oh. bedroom getting dressed. Um, Do you remember his, this was something that it took me two times watching to figure it out. Okay. His Prince Albert. Yep. And the pad padlocks. Yep. That he wears on the end of his Prince Albert. <sighs> <laughs> don't want to discuss. I I don't know. I don't know what there is to discuss there, other than <laughs> I, I don't. I I feel like his pants are too tight for that to to really work out well. Yeah, I just needed to to point 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 that out because it took me a while to. I didn't realize what that was, and then the second time around, I was like, wait. <laughs> Let's rewind that. What was that? No, I I caught it. And I was like, this <laughs> this seems questionable. And then they like put on the screen that he was going on a date. Yep. Oh yeah, because he was in his bedroom and he was like, this is where uh where, like the memorial lamp that he never <laughs> shuts off for Travis. And Travis's ashes. And Travis's ashes. Uh, and then he's like, yep, I'm going on a date. Yeah. Like, wait, what? Yeah. And it was like what a couple months. I don't know. They didn't. They didn't say when that date was, but uh, then they fast-forwarded two months after Travis's death. Yeah. He's getting married. Yep. And had had Travis's mom at the wedding. Yeah. Well, he was giving her the meth, so. Oh my gosh, that's so crazy. And she was like, yeah, I was going to go just to support him and stuff, but then it was like only her. Yeah. And after after they got married... They uh, just cut, cut, cut Travis's mom out of the situation. Yeah, I noticed that they. Uh, he, I don't know when he changed his last name, but he introduced himself as Joe, uh, whatever Travis's last name was. Maldonado Passage. Well, yeah. Well, he introduced himself as Joe Maldonado <laughs> uh, at the parade. Yeah. When he was getting interviewed at the parade. Because that he was that parade still was dating Mr. Passage. That that parade was their first date. What? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. You take somebody on a parade for your first date? Yeah. That, so this is something that I found out from a different interview with Dylan Passage. Like, that was their first date. He didn't realize he was going to be on camera because he didn't know that he was, um, like, that Joe Exotic was doing, like, 
this Netflix documentary and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And this was their first date. Oh. Yeah. Why would you come back for a second? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Dylan Passage. I'd be interested to see where that goes. Because mm-hmm. uh, clearly it goes somewhere. Uh, yeah, but I don't know. But he uh, he started out the episode as Joe Maldonado and mm-hmm. ended the episode as Joe Maldonado Passage. Right. Picking up picking up uh, last names, getting rid of his original last name because he never liked it. No. That's why he went by Joe Exotic. Losing husbands and then picking husbands up two months later. <sighs> Too many husbands. Oh, yeah, because the, the parade was right before the election. Yeah, the parade was part... He was... He was campaigning on the parade yeah and then the election was the night next day got 19 percent of the votes and then then it was done yeah yeah then the the episode basically ends uh with his campaign manager who is like saying we're i i'm not very i don't really understand all this high technology stuff but i know a listening device when i see one yeah and that antenna is definitely a listening device yes like um pretty sure you wouldn't or it noticed. was just like, or just it was a communication right thing. I mean, they showed little bits of the like office. I mean, yeah, well, they 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 spent a lot of time with that office footage. Yeah, you know, when Travis accidentally shot himself, like, yeah, he killed himself. Yeah, and there was just a hot mess of wires. Yeah, going everywhere in there. So yeah, so how could thing, you have known? Right, that could have been an internet thing from like four years ago. It just nobody ever unplugged. Exactly. And then like the end end I'm looking is when Jeff Lowe's on the phone. Yep. And then and he's like super this is distracted. When, this is when we're like, oh so something's going down and what is going down? Yeah, we something's going down. Federal agents are involved. And then you're left wanting for more. Yeah, that's what they do. They really they 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 hook you. They're really yeah, going and then for they're that like, binge. "All right, keep binging it." And yep, and America's then, like, "Okay." And then Jim Bum's like, "All right, nope. I will see you next week." I'll see you next week. <laughs> and my wife is like, "Really? We're gonna stop here?" Yeah, I was like, "Yes, we have to stop here." I can't. She's being very, very, She's very generous, patient, patient. Yes, you married a keeper. Hopefully, it's been a long, <laughs> long enough time. I was gonna say it's been, it's been a while, so. Yep. If she's not, I screwed up. Screwed yeah. up bad. Oh, man. And that's, uh, that's keeping that's... America exotic. Yeah. Which is definitely something that we're doing. We are we are keeping the exotic tradition alive uh, with our zero listener podcast. With our zero listener podcast. See, I did, I did check. Uh, we are live on iTunes podcast <laughs> network. So... Anybody, anybody who's using iTunes or any of the other services that hook into the iTunes library, go ahead and search Moo Goblins. Yeah. Hit subscribe. Hit subscribe. Leave a positive review. Leave a positive, yeah, leave a positive review for us. Um, I don't have thick skin. I pretend like I do, but I don't, so. <laughs> be nice, yeah. So be nice. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah, so, uh, what else? What's new? Um doing some work around the house not doing shit around my house what's your what's your dirty dishes situation i um have been very good about putting them in my dishwasher really i am down to two forks though (laughs) (laughs) so out of sight out of mind okay 
So you don't have a lot of dishes to begin with. Oh, no, I have a lot of dishes. How can you be down to two forks if your forks are all in the dishwasher? They're dirty in the dishwasher. But doesn't that take up half your dishwasher just for forks then? Oh, I, I like, how many forks do you have? I have like eight. Oh, yeah. We've got like 32 forks. Oh, God, no. So, yeah. So, yeah, I would say you don't have a lot of dishes if you only have eight forks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, I don't have a lot of dishes then. We have a lot of dishes. and Yeah, that's a lot of dishes. Uh, and we let them pile up. Yeah, see, I, like, will put them in my dishwasher. So I look at my sink and I'm like, I'm doing pretty well. And then I open my dishwasher and it's overflowing, like, overflowing with dirty dishes. Mm-hmm. Gotta run but, that dishwasher. Yeah, but it's like, then once it's run and then they're cleaned, then I have to put them away and I just don't want to deal with that right now. <laughs> no, you don't. You can eat. You can take your clean dishes out of your dishwasher one at a time, eat on them. That's what I do too. But then they start to pile in my sink and yep. then it doesn't look as clean. And then I'm like, okay, I should empty my dishwasher. <clears throat> it's just, you know, it's the laziest thing ever. It's a good, it's a good, it's good though. It keeps them in the dishwasher. Yeah. Keeps out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. What is yours? It's terrible. <laughs> they pile up in the sink. They pile up on the cabinet next to the, the counter next to the sink. And they pile up next to the counter, next to the sink, and then I throw them in the dishwasher and run out whenever I can. But we're- You should build a dirty dishes box out of sight, <laughs> out of mind. <laughs> no, because then we would buy more dishes. If, they if were you can't that. see it, it doesn't exist. Because, yeah, we used, to, we used to eat out more often. Yeah. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner sometimes. And that's not happening. So we're using a lot more dishes than we're used to. Um, what's your grocery situation? Uh, very low right now. Same. My wife is gonna go, uh, buy some groceries tomorrow morning, hopefully. See, I'm, like, trying to order them, but I I can't figure out what I want. I'm used to going to the grocery store Mm -hmm. and, like, touching everything, and I have too much anxiety about doing that, because I work with COVID patients. Mm Mm-hmm. So, like... Online grocery shopping is awesome because then I don't have to see human beings, but I never thought that I would not like seeing human beings. And I just want to, like, I'm dreaming about touching things. Like, I had a dream that I went to Meyer and I got to touch potatoes and it was, like, the greatest dream ever. <laughs> Mall Bob touching potatoes. Mall Bob touching potatoes. I was like, this is a good potato. <sighs> and good that's where I'm at in quarantine. Yeah, uh, according to local legend on the Facebook groups, okay, the local grocery stores have been able to keep toilet paper in stock for almost a week. Shoot. So. Uh, my neighbors, so I, I live in a condo. Yep. My neighbors are, a couple of them are pretty bomb. And so they were outside and I opened my window and I was talking to them. And they're like, how you doing? And I was like, well, down to three rolls of toilet paper, so. I'm all right. Did I tell you this already? No, this is new. Okay. And I was like, so I'm, I'm doing okay. I'm counting out my little uh, squares. So not going crazy. The next day, I get a text from my neighbor because they don't really know my schedule because mm-hmm. I work you so often. You don't know schedule. I don't know my own schedule. And so I get a text from him and he's like, hey, are you home? I was like, yeah, man, what's up? And he's like, well, I got you something. It's at your front door. So I pop out onto my patio because I was going to just see if he was still there. And I was like, what up? He's a cop. So he's like, 
he's been having to go to the local Walmart and break up fights every <laughs> single shift. That's all he does is break up fights at the local Walmart. Oh, fuck. Yeah. So he was like, hey, I had a call at Walmart. And I was like, oh, okay, what's up? He's like, I got you toilet paper. I was like, what? It's like, you don't have to do that. And he's like, my wife texted me and was like, hey, if you go to Walmart today, if you get a call at Walmart, pick Malbaba some toilet paper. And he got me the Charmin, like, big rolls. Probably the only thing you could get. Like, the nice stuff, like the bougie stuff. Oh, man, you're never going back now. I was like, I, I was like, how much do I owe you? Like, this is the good good. He's like, you don't owe me anything. I was like, but, like, you wouldn't got this for me. He's like, I was already there for a call. It's fine. <laughs> so my my neighbor hooked me up. Nice. I'm still counting out sheets because I'm crazy. Oh. But I'm not down to three toilet paper rolls anymore. Well, two toilet paper rolls anymore. Yeah. So good. it's good. Yeah, we're still doing okay for toilet paper. Yeah. I'm not worried about it yet. But it sounds like we're getting to the point where all the people who have been hoarding it have uh, filled up their hoard. Uh, there was someone in... The area that he tried to go back to the store and return all the toilet paper he bought. <laughs> and the store's like, nah, man, you bought it, you gotta keep it. Oh, he's like, he spent too much money on toilet paper. Yeah. Wanted some money Because he back. probably needs that money that he spent on toilet paper. And it's like, yep. you were the one that went and bought 28 packets of toilet paper. Back before the limit for one per person was in place. Yeah. Not very nice, man. Not very nice. Yeah, you need to go donate that now. Yeah. And since the toilet paper is returning to stores, you can't be price gouging it anymore either. Yep. But yeah, that's about it. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Let's wrap this up. Let's wrap this podcast up. All right. You wrap it up. All right. Uh, thanks for listening to Moo Goblins, episode five. I'm Jim Bob. That was Mall Bob. Thanks for not listening to our podcast. <laughs> and we will not see you in episode six. Perfect. See ya. Bye. Bye.